0: hey cursers this is amy and this is Z, and you're listening to curse words and crayons presents parenting chats (music) this is our first one ever we are so excited we've been loving the last six months of podcasting And talking to you guys about true crime, but what really brought us together was our love for both true crime and parenting. So we really wanted to expand on our niche a little bit, expand on our experience a bit, and give you guys a once a month parenting-centered episode. They're going to be super casual, much less structured than our crime episodes, but I really think that's going to be a lot of fun for us and a lot of fun for you. So let's get into this.
1: Amy, I'm super pumped, not only because I'll learn more about you during these chats, which is also fun. Um, It's a great bonding experience, but I'm really excited to learn from each other. Parenting is super freaking hard, and it's nice to feel like I'm not out here, like, drowning on this island all by myself, just as a blanket statement, Amy and I are not parenting experts which I know is
0: just going to come as a huge freaking shock but shocker to everyone out there that I mean we're really smart but we are not experts. (laughs) we're
1: just normal people like you I'm a stay-at-home mom currently and Amy works full-time from the home and human resources her children are in school full-time while my three and a half year old daughter is home with me full-time we're both married. However, my husband travels Monday through Friday for his career. Sometimes even over the weekend because he'll get like speaking engagements and stuff like that, which brings us to our topic today. Amy's husband, Chris, will be gone for the next couple of months. And as somebody who's solo parents on their own quite a freaking bit, I thought we could like chat about it and I wrote down three of my top tips to give you to maybe make things a little bit easier or just something that, like, we can we can discuss. So um, how long is he going to be out of town, and will he be home
0: on the weekends? Excellent questions. So it's actually going to be really sporadic. So Chris works full-time for the city that we live in, and during the pandemic, he actually started – a side business that has become a not-so-side business. So not only is he working full-time, but he's also working almost, I mean, a second full-time job doing his consulting business. And that's where he's going to be doing a lot of traveling. So for the next few months, he'll be in and out doing conferences, keynotes, trainings, speaking sessions, all that kind of stuff. He's going to be gone mostly during the week, but for us, because of the kids being in school and because of me working full-time, is the busiest time for us, of course. Oh, yes.
1: And he and this is all for transplanting that he's picking up and traveling for. So go check them out on Instagram. Um, we share their Posts from time to time here and there. So if you follow us on Instagram, you might have seen some things from them, but yeah, for sure, go give them a follow. They're doing some amazing work. And well, well, you are going to have a lot of time
0: with you and your children out there by yourselves. That's so fun. And it's so hard because I joke a lot and I know like Roberto does, he has his job and then I know he travels sometimes for other things like other engagements. And it's really hard because I'm like, man, it's really annoying that you're doing all of this hard work to change the world, but I'm tired. And I would like, for you. and please be here and do the dishes. You know, like it's hard because I want him to do these things. And the work that they're doing with transplanting is so incredible and is so amazing, but also like a bitch is tired. Like (laughs) I need some help, but it's all going to be good. And it's, you know, this was something too, when this started. And I think this is something probably that you and Roberto talk about as well. Like this wasn't just he's telling me, like, all right, I'm out. Like, I'm going to do this. Like, this was a decision we made together. And, like, yes. I, knew, I knew that this would be the plan. Mm-hmm. But also, it's still hard. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're still doing it alone. So it's difficult.
1: Fair enough. Well, I'm going to give you my first tip. Yes. And it is, there's literally no shame in staying home. Most of the time, like, don't don't plan extra crazy activities like going to the park after school is one thing if it's on your way home. But don't pl- like this isn't the time on a Saturday when you're going to be by yourself to take them to the Children's Museum. OK, um, actually, you're going to want to think, what can I cut out? What is not necessary for me to do? What can I delegate? Like, can you click to pick? Can you do some meal delivery? Can you do some meal planning on a Sunday to get all your lunches done? Um, Laundry services, if you can afford it. Or, like, maybe just don't wash your clothes for a little bit. You probably have underwear, and your kids probably have underwear for five or six whole days. I mean, take, take those five or six days off. Look and see... What can I do less? I guess is like my big thing when I'm feeling overwhelmed or when I'm like, oh my gosh, there's no way that I can solo parent anymore. Um, Roberto needs to come home immediately as of five seconds ago. Yeah. I just start thinking maybe I'm putting too much pressure on me.
0: I think that's really common for and I don't want to like diss on the dads out there, because dads that are listening, you are the real MVP as well. Like I'm not saying like moms do it all, but I feel like as a mom, And I don't know if it's societal pressure. I don't know if it's social media pressure, but I do feel that pressure to like, keep doing, keep doing all these things, do these crafts. But if I go out of town for the weekend and not that my kids are not fantastically well taken care of, but like, there's no above, you know, it's not like above and beyond. It's like, we're going to do the basic, but I don't know why, but yeah, as a mom, I totally feel like I have to do all of the things, but the do less, like, i love that um i am a firm believer and if you follow us on cursors and crayons on instagram i am always talking about outsourcing if you can outsource things if you can afford to outsource things if you can get creative and you know task swap with a friend or whatever do so Um, And I don't ever want anybody to think like, yes, I will be solo parenting. But I also we recently hired a cleaning company. I have somebody that comes and does my laundry. And um, I plan to outsource as much as possible. I already do like grocery delivery, like all of those things. So I love those tips. And I usually try to do those kind of on a daily basis. I just am a firm believer in outsourcing, 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 if you can. Now, if you can't, I love the idea of like, keep the clothes in a basket. And if you wash them, when you get a chance, I'm sure that a child never was injured by wearing the same jeans two times. <laughs> or like, you know, if they have to like wear a sweatshirt a second time, like it's fine. But I know you're kind of the same as me though. Like sometimes that pile up, that clutter just makes my brain do funny things. So, but also like setting it aside and just saying like, I'm going to wash this one to get to it is totally great. I love your suggestion about like meal delivery or like meal prep and that kind of thing. When Roberto's gone, like, what is your game plan for that typically? Like, do you outsource any services? Do you do a meal service? Like, how do you handle meals when he's gone?
1: I don't very much outsource really anything because we're just, I switched jobs here recently, Roberto switched jobs, like, right before the pandemic started, then all of his speaking engagements basically went out the door. And so, like, the last two years have been this whirlwind of, like, trying to just hunker down and, and like... Be able to sit on our savings and like not have to tap into anything and like feel feel good about like where you know how much is owed to our credit cards or like whatever so we I don't outsource a bunch but I do click to pick from our local grocery store because that is free. And when I click to pick, it makes it so much easier for me because then I can meal plan as I'm clicking to pick, if that makes sense. And then I do a lot of, my daughter has recently become like a picky eater. So I do a lot of where I'll make like something for toddlers and, or, well, she's a child now. So something for, you know, my three, almost four-year-old and then turn it into like a more adult meal. So I'll buy like salad, Packs, (laughs) Packs <laughs> mm-hmm. if you will, and then put chicken nuggets on top of my salad, and she gets chicken nuggets for dinner. or sometimes I just eat chicken nuggets along with her, or if it's like buttered noodles, um, I'll add vegetables to I'll add like buttered broccoli, oh, so yum, as like a side for mine, or like add shrimp to it for me or something like that. Um so, yeah, I just try to keep it as simple as possible. and then I will buy. I think they probably have these at your local grocer. And for me, this is cheaper than if I did like a HelloFresh or something. Because I literally am basically eating this by myself. Yeah. Okay. So I would be cooking for one, and that sucks, and I hate it. So I will do frozen meals. I'm not a huge fan of frozen meals, but guess mm-hmm. what? That stuff is done for myself in three minutes. I'm not going to spend 45 minutes cooking for myself. I'm not even going to spend eight minutes probably cooking for myself. I'm not going to dirty more than one dish. Like I'm like, it's just me for one meal. I'm accidentally going to make enough for 17, and then I'm going to have to eat this every day until I die, right? Yeah, but in our local grocer, they have these little meals – that you can put into the oven in there like one or two person meals. So it'll be like a salmon filet with like broccoli and green beans. And you literally take the plastic off and you stick it inside. And they're for like yeah. five or six dollars. hmm hmm And I love the price on it. <laughs> and I love the portion of it. Um yeah, that's really, that's really about the only thing that I, I also get. I do get a lot of help from like, well, not a lot, but I, I do get help from family members and from neighbors and stuff, which we'll talk about in like a little yeah. bit.
0: Meals are so tricky at our house anyways, because I had bariatric surgery a little over a year ago. So like what I can actually eat. So when it's just me, I'm not going to, I'm like you, I'm number one, I'm not going to make a whole meal for myself, but no. also like I can't eat what a, like, a quote unquote normal person can eat. So like the fact that I'm not gonna go through all that for a cup of food. Like that's just not, it's yes. just And my kids both have like really weird sensory, picky eating things when it comes to food. So I'm constantly making different meals anyways, but something that I know, and this will probably really come in handy when he's out of town. Something that I'm really just, I, my, I just can't care about it is, if my kids eat chicken nuggets for three nights out of the week, And it's something I can get them to eat. It's a little bit of protein. I can throw a veggie or a fruit in there that they will like. It's a win for me. So I don't, I'm not, I'm all, I'm also not a firm believer in like every night has to be a different thing. Oh yeah, no, I can't, I just can't. And sometimes peanut butter and jelly is a meal and that's just what it is. I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. Also,
1: I challenge you to look into snacks for yourself because I snack a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, so that way, um, so like I do, like one time you posted about how you ate the like peppers with yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. okay. So, I almost always get the peppers with like either like a hummus or something. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and and. Roberto's home this week, so I did this for lunches for us, but I think this is so smart. I made stuff to make wraps, Mm -hmm. and I I just bought deli ham, Mm -hmm. cucumbers that all like dice up or whatever um and then I have like either mayo or this tzatziki sauce or like what or like honey mustard or whatever I can put like a condiment in there and I bought some lettuce um so I could even do them into like lettuce wrap type things if I yeah, want to yeah. But, anyway, yeah but anyways I bought all this stuff to make wraps and that wrap should take me around like 18 seconds to put every well let's say two minutes to chop everything up put it all together and then that's a nice like that's an actual like meal meal like not a meal meal but
0: that's like Mm -hmm. that's actual substance right do you find like on so this is something that I can envision myself probably struggling with if he's going to be gone for like a longer chunk of time. Like, do you ever find yourself like, I'm going to make this one thing because like I deserve, I know we talked in the Thanksgiving episode, how like nobody ever serves you meals at home. Like that's, that's, you know, as, as a parent or as the primary like meal Dollar outer October, yeah you don't ever get to do that you know so do yeah. you ever find yourself like like those frozen meals like I'm gonna buy myself something special I'm like this is gonna be because I'm listening to you talk about wraps and it's like that seems so silly but like wow that seems like a really like well put together meal yes, like, yes I, do.
1: I do buy things that Roberto won't eat
0: mm, mm-hmm. so
1: I'll buy like I'll buy the the, the two-person like scallops
0: and I oh, eat oh, all yeah. those
1: scallops yeah, yeah. So eating, like like scallops or I like this one and it's a in their crab their crabless crab cakes which but I really like them and Roberto okay. doesn't because for a while I went vegan and that yeah, was yeah. like one of the th- and I still I still like the taste of them whatever mm-hmm. so all yes I will frequently make meals that he doesn't love or he would not eat yeah them. Yeah, if he's not home, hell yeah. I'm going to make, yes. Or, uh, and I've recently started doing this, and I kind of, I'm not a big eater-outer, because again, like, over the last two years, like, we really, like, sat down, and I would rather spend our money in other ways. Like, uh, (laughs) with the money that we're saving, I was able to put my daughter in two dance lessons a week and a swim lesson a week. So, for me, that was better than eating out, right? Yeah. Um, but now I've started to like work on making myself feel less guilty if I go and get something from Pollo Loco down the street.
0: Because especially if it's like, a, I mean, and I don't know, I'm not a shamer if you're, if you do DoorDash every single day of your life, like do you, Wonderful. know if that makes your life easy, great. I'm like you because I get bored and because like my like diet is, is more limited than other people, like it's hard for me to be like, I'm going to spend... to have this delivered to my house or whatever. And I can't really eat all of it. So we don't do a lot of takeout unless it's like going to be every, you know, like we're all going to be home or something just because it makes it easier. But, um, but yeah, I think whatever you need to do and allowing yourself to not feel that guilt. So whether that's, you know, delivery groceries, click and pick groceries, which I'm all for both of those. Um, I don't know that I ever want to step foot inside a grocery store again if I don't have to. Like I hate grocery stores. So those kinds of things are like so nice. But yeah, the the removing the guilt for not doing the laundry, not doing the things, and letting yourself have a look I think are huge. So 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 that that
1: leads me into my second tip which I'm pretty sure you already follow, but this was a very hard adjustment for me during like the, probably like the first year of my child's life was pretty easy. Cause they're just like, um, I call them dead worms. They don't do anything. They just like right. lay there, you know, yeah. they move occasionally, yeah. but they're not doing much. Uh. I know that sounds like really bad, but whatever. They just lay there, they're not doing anything. Yeah. So like from year one until like year two and a half, mm-hmm. it was a, this was a big struggle for me um, to learn keep certain areas in your home clean and ignore the rest. So, I like to, I I always stay on top of the laundry because I actually like to do the laundry and I can watch trash TV at the same time yeah. while I'm folding it. Like I'm a big fan of it, but I don't always put it up or just like Aurora and every child brings 150 toys into the living room every single day. Like it doesn't matter how often I've cleaned up this living room. I'm going to find toys in it. So I have these big reusable bags where like, if I, if I get am in the living room and I have a bunch of stuff that needs to go upstairs in either the playroom or Aurora's room, whether that be clean clothes or um, socks and shoes, toys, I put it in a reusable bag and I leave it on the stairs. And then I take said reusable bag whenever I'm going upstairs and leave it in Aurora's room and I shut the door.
0: Mm. I do
1: not put it away until it is like a day that I'm like, oh, you know, I have some extra time or Aurora's playing so well by herself or randomly, oh, she's at her grandparents today or Mm -hmm. whatever. I get the hankering and I'm like, oh, the... The living areas that I get to see every single day. So, you know, are pretty clean that I don't want to gouge my eyes up every morning when I wake up and look Mm -hmm. out in the living room, clean space. Let me go upstairs or let me go to a different room. And like, then I can spend 15, 20 minutes there. But yeah, basically all the common areas I try to keep clean that way. When I open my eyes, I feel less overwhelmed. And again, I might just be like scooping the stuff into a reusable bag to put in the room that it's home but i'm not putting it all the way
0: up yeah um there's no shame in that (laughs) i'm loving that idea i can think of like number one i always have a million reusable bags and number two i always have like a million laundry baskets that like could live somewhere and this is where all of the stuff is like this is where all the things go we have a, so our house has gone, you know, I feel like when you have kids, your house goes through lots of like seasons. We've been in this house mm-hmm. since right before Hayden was born. So like, we have like the space that was like only for kids and this, but like, we have like a formal dining room in the front of our house and like, a. I don't even know what it would have been used for before maybe like an actual like eating space but we've turned it into a utility room so we put like ikea shelves in there and it's where like all of our pantry stuff goes and all of our vacuums and all of the garbage shit that you don't want anybody to look at And actually, just this weekend, we put barn doors on it, so like we can fully close it off from our front room. So have I seen that? I don't feel like I've seen that. No, I'll take some pictures and I'll get up and post them. Yeah. So
1: I I I want uh, that sounds. I I really
0: like the the idea. I'm like wow. Really wanted to do, and um, we just we're like let's just do it because what I was. It was so it was very college I had like a curtain like hung up there like a oh, shower yeah. curtain because I don't oh. want people to see in there it's just like the yes. junk room and Chris was like we're not in college like we need to put like an actual door up here and it was like one of those things where you know it's a good are expensive. Chuck of money and so it's like I don't really want to and he was like nope we're just doing it so finally he did nice. it this weekend and it's great but um we have, we installed a door. So that room is right off of our kitchen. So we installed a door that we're able to close. And now with the barn doors, it fully closes out that room completely. So nobody else can see it. So that becomes like our kind of like stock space where like, this is where anything that needs to go goes. And we finally, finally, finally got set up with a cleaner. And so like, I had her put stuff in piles, like when she was here, and then I kind of went through. So I love the idea of reusable bags. And like, Aurora is probably getting there, but, like, my kids are old enough to wear, like, go take this to your room and put it away.
1: Oh, well, she can't, she doesn't necessarily put it away, but I can tell her, hey, go take this bag. And as long as it's not too heavy, she'll carry it upstairs. And then when I go up and hang her clothes up, she will physically put that we're really getting there. We're really working on it. Yeah. She's getting much better. So that is, that is super helpful as well. And yeah, hey, if your kids are older than three, they should be doing some chores. Okay. I'm sorry. I've said it. You need to be asking these children's and these, anybody's who's breathing air in your house to help out with some chores. Um, Aurora helps, switch the laundry. I mean, none of this is actually helpful, okay? Because she's just getting in my way while I'm doing things, but it is teaching her in the future, and it is making her contribute as a member of the family. But, like, she puts her stuff in the sink. Like, if it's an empty whatever. she put, I mean, she throws it in there. It's like, ka You know, sounds like somebody's just died via spoon. Yes. But yes. But whatever, she does that. She takes stuff upstairs. She hangs her laundry in, you know, she'll put her underwear up. Like she she knows where certain clothes are and she can put them in drawers and things like that. She helps clean up her toys, even though sometimes it's easier for me to do it by myself than it is for, to ask for help. Yeah. So if your kids are not assisting, look and see. And there are so many yeah. resources that you can look and see, like, what are age-appropriate <laughs> chores for my kid. And if you feel like those aren't age appropriate chores for your kid, guess what? You get to decide what <laughs> is and what isn't because you're the parent. But right. that's like the that's like a base level cuz some of the stuff that they said Aurora could do, I was like, I feel like they were like, "Oh, she can unload the dishwasher." And I was like, "I put fucking knives in there."
0: Yeah. So, uh Milo like, still, like, uses that shit as, like, a sword. Like, I'm not interested you know, in giving you a knife. No, thank you. Or, yeah.
1: or just, like, there's glass in there. So I, I don't want her, like, I don't want her climbing. I don't want her taking a glass and climbing on a chair to putting to put it in the cabinet because if said bl- glass, like, breaks, like, she could get really
0: hurt. I don't think she understands what broken glass is yet. I think she might try oh. to touch it. Right. Um, And like for for us in our house, like we always tell our kids, even though it's like this might not be an age appropriate activity for them or like this, but like you're a member of this community. And so you're going to help with mm -hmm. the things in this house because I am not here to serve everyone like you also you took your shoes off you put them back where they go. So like there is some, some of that. And as they're getting older, they're getting more into that. Like I go back and forth with how I feel about like allowance with kids and like money and that kind of thing, like paying them to do stuff in their own house. I mean, everybody do what you need to do. And sometimes I will say like, all right, if like Hayden really wants something I can say, okay, you know, if you do X, Y, Z, we'll put money in your piggy bank or your wallet or whatever. And you know, it can move towards that. But in general, I expect my kids to help in our house. Like they are expected to help mom and dad are not the only people who can pick shoes and dirty clothes up off the floor. Like you can as well. And I agree with you 100%. Mm. Sometimes I'm like, stop helping. Don't help. Stop. This is not helpful. Also, I need you to continue that that muscle memory of doing this because I need you to ke- to keep doing this later down the road. So I am 100% like that. My, if my space is messy, I know, like you said, my brain can't function. Oh. So like I will I wake often... up
1: so anxious. I'll oh. wake up, look around, and I'm like, oh, there's stuff everywhere. Like this morning, Roberto came home last last night, and this morning mm-hmm. we got into an argument because he left stuff all over the kitchen counter and like the kitchen counter. I wake Up, I go out and I take my supplements. I have two supplements that I take first thing in the morning, and they're in the kitchen and like ones in the refrigerator. So I woke up and I saw the shit on the counter and like one of these was a sweatshirt that Amy sent me. Oh my goodness, it's so cute, it's so amazing. But I was super mad because like it was, it was very messy, and I yelled at him and he was like, "Well, I just was trying to leave it there so you would see." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, well, yes, okay, stuff came in, okay, wonderful." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. Wonderful. All right. I get it. Was it was just very stressful to wake up to first thing in the morning, you know?
0: Yes. Yes. And I'm with you. Like I, when Chris and I got married, one of his vows was that he would not leave the little water packets on the, um, on the counter. Like when he would like, <laughs> like a crystal light or whatever, like he wouldn't leave it on the counter. Um, but now I feel like if we were to like renew our vows, his thing would be like, I will not leave my goddamn tennis shoes literally everywhere. So like those kinds of things really irk me. So like, it's something I really feel like I drive home with my kids. Like they know where their shoes go. (laughs) They know where things go. And like, we don't follow dad's example. Like we put our shoes away, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it's really hard. So I love that. I love the just put it in a bag. It doesn't need to go away right this second because you're probably doing eight other tasks. And I love that. Exactly.
1: Okay, last tip for right now at least because honestly it's just fucking hard to solo parent a lot okay it just is very difficult you're strong you're gonna make it through it you can do these things that doesn't mean that it's not gonna be difficult okay and I'm coming from somebody who actually has a partner that I can call every single day and discuss like these details and like vent and like have these conversations and stuff with so I am not a single parent like I am not a solo parent I just do that quite a bit so I can't even imagine like single moms, single dads that are doing it out there, doing it all by themselves, freaking hats off to you because it is hard. But again, my last like thing that might make it a little bit easier is to like, make sure you're asking for help, your neighbors, your parents, your partner's parents, your family friends, especially if any of it falls on the weekend, so actually one of the ways that I made mom friends in my neighborhood was through a local Facebook group when I moved in. And so you can look and see if there are local Facebook groups in the area, but I would meet like a couple of them. I have met at like the local park or whatever, or one of them I found out lives right down like six houses away and we run the exact same pace. So we like, not the exact same pace, that's like inhumane or inhuman, but like what <laughs> in inhumane. But, um, no, we, we run like typically around the same pace. So like, that's great. And I ended up meeting her through Facebook, our friends get along, everything like that. I am like super grateful that I did that because I do have, or just like we play, my neighbors play outside with their kids and I'm not as good about it. But when I hear them or see them outside, I make sure that we go outside and we join them. And so that has given me people in my community that I can literally Like I will go outside for a run occasionally and if Roberto's home and I've left Aurora inside and the neighbors are outside, she'll be like, well, why don't you just send Aurora over and you'll go on a run. Roberto can work and then when you're done with your shower, you can come pick her back up. And like just having that hour or two is like it's super helpful. I'll also send her over like if I'm by myself, I'll send her over for like an hour or two at least once a week. And then I do the same thing. So her kids will come over and play for like an hour or two at my house. But I don't know. It's just it's really nice. Or sometimes we'll just sit outside and have alcoholic beverages on the driveway while the kids play and just talk. And it's, it's really it's really important that even though I suggest that you don't necessarily like add more to your plate or anything like that, but you you do need community, you do need help, and there, yeah, I mean, we can't do it all by ourselves, so if you have the resources, actually use them, which I know is very hard for myself, I know it's very hard for Amy as well, like, I'm always down to do all the favors for everybody else, like, if, if the neighbors came, if the neighbor girls came over every day for, like, two weeks, I'd be, like, great, and then the one time that I would need help from them, I would just feel guilty for hours and hours, but, like, That's not that's not how it works. That's not how community works. You are worth having time to yourself.
0: I think that's where I really struggle. And I think you're so right. I think community is so important. I think it's something we really strive to talk about through our curse words and crayons platform. It's something I really try and get like drive home to other parents. But to be honest, like I don't have a huge community circle here. I will say I do have some great close friends in the area. My sister is here locally. She's an amazing help. I have some really kick-ass mom friends that are here that would totally be, like, on it, you know, when it came to, to anything that I needed. But – um I don't often stick my neck out when it comes to like, I need help with this or like, I need time to myself. Something that I feel like Chris and I are really great at is like, if he knows he's going to be gone for a long period of time. And I don't know if like, maybe you and Roberto do this too. Like when he comes back, I usually really attempt to find time that like, I'm carving out time that like, I'm going to be away. Like whether that's, I'm going to go out of town and like hang out with friends somewhere or even if it's I'm just gonna be gone for the day I'm gonna go and shop and sit by myself and do whatever uh, but I do think that I know that I have people here locally that if I was like man I need a break I need some help it would 100% be like yeah whatever you need is totally fine but I'm so not good at that so that's a really good reminder my parents are not local local but like right now I don't have childcare because it's Christmas break, like my kids are at my parents right now, all four grandkids. They did this over Thanksgiving as well, and they'll be there until Thursday so like does it sort of suck that they're gone like that week before christmas yes and no like sometimes it's hard but hey. they'll still be back for christmas um, so like i do have community who can totally help with my kids and would even here locally or outward but i'm with you i'm not great at that i'm not great at saying like well, i need to go you know just be by myself which is 100 percent valid but i would you know but i do feel like i'm I'm pretty decent about like moving things around if I need to and like alright I need a break like this needs to happen, but my kids also go to school during the day so that also yes, really that's helps. What I was going to say where we're going to say you know, that is there all the time which she's lovely and she's wonderful, but you need a minute <laughs> to yourself, you know, like you need a break so
1: yeah, yeah. the school part I think does. Help, But then you also have the pickup and the drop off and the stress that goes with that. And then the additional stress of like, how many activities are the kids in and then you're going to have to run them to all that. And then also you're working full time and then you're supposed to cook the meals and na 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 na. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. tough. It's hard. So I think these tips are incredible tips. I feel like I need to write them down and put on my re- them on my refrigerator for when he starts <laughs> to town. And it's also nice to just know also that I'm not the only parent in all of time who's ever done this. Um, oh, yeah. There are other people that do it, and I feel like sometimes it's really easy as a parent, or at least for me, I can't speak for all parents. It's really easy for me sometimes to be like, no one has it worse than me. Like everything is all like, oh, yeah. when you're in that stressful time, it's so easy to be like, I'm working so hard and no one else works this hard and this is terrible. So to hear other parents say, fam, like I also do this, like it, it it's humbling and it's so good to hear that. And I think that it's so hard. It's just hard, man. Being a parent is hard no matter what. When Hayden was a baby, Chris ran an environmental center and he did did maple syruping. So like from January until like the end of March, I like never saw him. So, and she was a tiny baby, but she was, as Z so lovingly puts it, a dead worm. So like there wasn't much, like it, it was hard, which is a baby. And so like, it wasn't, and now they're like old and they're sassy and they say things and, you know, we get in arguments and like, it's hard when they can move and they're a person and they can say things and do things. So I know that it's going to be stressful, but you know, the things that I need to remind myself are these three things.
1: I know they're like they sound stupid or they they sound like they're just like silly well of course like duh tips and suggestions but it it does help I think to hear it from other people that you know doing less is fine getting support is fine asking for help is fine and like these are
0: the things that you need to do to get through it. (laughs) 100% and I don't think they're silly or stupid at all. I think that we allow ourselves to think they're silly or stupid because like, and I don't know about you, but often I think I'm a superhuman. like, (laughs) I don't need, I don't need to slow down. I don't, I can do all of these things. Like I'm that person that on the weekend, I'm like, okay, here's the things I need to get clean. And it's literally like every room in my house, which is dumb. Like you, that's not something that's feasible. So Being able to look at the three little chunks, bring it back to the basics, I think is so, so important. So this shit is hard. This shit is hard. Being a parent is hard. Being a human is hard. But some things that we really want you to remember is that you're strong and you're capable. And sometimes it's hard and sometimes it can feel super lonely. And we're your sounding board. We're here for you. We're here to help navigate this crazy this crazy parenting mess of yarn that, that is happening. So Z, do you have any final words before we, before we sound off? Oh, no, I just, I wish you the
1: best in your, um, your time coming forward where Chris is going to be traveling a lot. And I am here for all the text messages and the calls and the chats and for literally anybody else out there who needs that support system like we're here for you um we're not experts uh we're not gonna have like a hundred percent of the right things to say at a a hundred percent of the time but we are here to listen and we are here for you
0: yes so you can follow us on instagram at cursors and crayons join our patreon that focuses on the true crime aspect of things but who knows as we get into to these new parenting chats which i'm super pumped uh, we'll be doing these once a month uh, you know maybe we'll see some some other things on our patreon but join our patreon send us an email cursewordsandcrans at gmail.com thanks for hanging out with us we will continue to bring you a parenting centered episode once a month which means that you will have five episodes a month to stream from us every single month in 2022 so we're very excited to kind of get the ball rolling with this new side of our of our podcast so we are super pumped we can't wait to see what this year brings and we will catch you on the flip side goodbye bye